Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Stepping in, stepping into the zone, back into it, here we are. Welcome to TT Dubs number day, TTW number 10. That's D. that's the 10th, we're, we're rounding it around, rounding it back in here. Twists in the wind, number 10. You just stepped into it, flopped into it like a grave made of shoes, huh? Wouldn't that be something? That would be confusing for your body. Grave made of shoes. Okay. Thanks for coming here. Thanks for stepping into my zone for a minute here. The frequency modulation station. (laughs) That's a stupid thing to say. The frequency modulation station. That's what twisting the wind is all about. Okay, really, those words mean something. I don't, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna have to gonna wanna explain it. But you get it, you get it. You're here, you get it. The sounds moving around, like teardrops on the ocean. You know what I'm saying right there? Uh, my name is Johnny Pemberton. And it always is when I'm here. Uh, it changes sometimes. You can spell it however you wish, and but it's the same when we're inside here of the wind tunnel that just got twisted. That's us. We're just inside here together right now, you and me, you and all your best friends, and maybe you're the ghosts of your old dogs inside this sweet little tunnel, sound tunnel. Ooh. Yeah. I love a good echo, a little reverb. Reverb echo, what's the difference? Someone explain it to me. I think I know, but it's not worth talking about. Get up Lee Perry in here with his his spring reverb echo chamber that takes up three feet in the black arc. That would be nice, huh? Just sitting inside that thing. Ooh, the sounds it's seen. Can you imagine the sounds that Lee Perry's echo box has seen with its ear eyes? Good week. It's a good week here. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We, me, that's what I mean. 
dealing with some different things, dealing with some crap, literally, uh, our garbage can at our house has become the place you put things that are disgusting. You're walking by the neighborhood, you got, like, let's say you got a bag of your two-year-old's diapers, throw them in our trash can. That's what happens here. Throw your fucking shit in our trash can. We love it. Yeah, just walk up right by our house, right by the where the window is, and throw your poop in there. Jesus! I just experienced a short, a literal electric short. Man, electricity is not so reliable. Yeah, that's what our goddamn garbage can has become. It's become the shit station. And, you know, now it's even become something... You got a, you got a bag of mice? Yeah, just drop your bag of mice in there. Bag of rotten, dead mice. I don't know if they are mice. Sure smells like it. So I've kind of been dealing with that. Been trying to maintain some integrity in the face of uh, massive stink powers. Massive rot. That is a smell. That is a smell that you can't like. If you like that smell... If you are gen- I mean, I understand liking the smell of skunks, okay? I, guess what? Secret. Hey, guess what? I kind of like the smell of skunks now, okay? I kind of do, okay? I remember back in the day when I hadn't smelled cigarette smoke for a long time, and you smell it like, yeah, kind of smells good. As, an, as a non-smoker, okay? I'm a non-smoker. I'm, a, I'm one of the good ones. It's okay. Fire up, light up. But I don't still like the smell of cigarette smoke. But if you like the smell of rotting flesh... If you like what maggots, what, what maggots like, God, something's wrong. Some you got that, you got that uh, synesthesia going in the worst way. Oh no, that would be the baddest, horst, horrible thing. Because uh, if you don't know what synesthesia is, or what we used to say back in the day in Minneapolis, going to a record store of that name, uh, synthesia, to only be corrected by some stupid bitch in a clothing store on Lake Street. Uh, it's synesthesia. Uh, are you looking for synesthesia? Yeah, synesthesia is when you have like uh, your your sensory organs or wires are crossed. Like uh, you smell color, you see sound, that kind of thing. But it's not like cro- fully crossed. It's like they're sort of mixed up. There's little shorts in there, you know. Uh, Bjork. Bjork, as annoying as she is, claims to be synesthetic. Probably is synesthetic. That would explain why she's such a kook. God, I don't like her music, okay? If you like her music, that's fine. I probably like you, actually, if you like her music. I tend to like people with music tastes that I don't like. I don't know. Maybe that's synesthesia. Societal synesthesia. But back to it. If you have... Could you imagine having the thing where your wires are all crossed, where you like the smell of rot, flesh rot? You're just like a human maggot drawn to that? Ugh. You know, that'll make you cringe. There's a cringe factor that just is under, just like, oh, yeah, get out of here. What is that stink? Bury it. Get some dirt over that crap. Don't put it in my goddamn trash can. Ugh. Oh, man. I don't even know what I would do if I saw the act of that. I would probably, probably it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I would, I would confront him. But I'd probably be like, um, uh, what is that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no big deal, no big deal. But then I would fucking, an hour later, flick that shit over to wherever it came from. Okay, okay, you know what I'm talking about? Flick that freaking maggot bag. Frick that mother freaking maggot bag, okay? Maggot bag, maggot bag, maggot bag. Ding dong. 
everybody. We got a maggot bag up in here. Oh, we got some kind of motherfucking maggot bag in here. Excuse me, you trying to tell me you got some kind of a maggot bag? Hey, hey, what's that? Is that some kind of maggot bag? Get on back here with that right now. I don't like no maggot bag near my house. Get your maggot bag out of the way from my house. Get it away. Get that maggot bag out of here. Hey, you. Hey, 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 you. Hey, you, 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 I'm doing a special Twisting the Wind this episode. Sort of a break, you could say, a break. Not like a break, really, just kind of like a little, yeah, just changing it up a bit, you know, trying something on. It's different. Because I've been really having a lot of fun playing music and talking about it. And, because that's, I don't know, what else is more fun than that? Nothing. Nothing is, really. So I thought I'd do an entire episode of that. Is that okay? Yeah, it is. It's, it's great. I think it's great. You know, I'm still going to talk some, still, still going to reach out and uh, talk to some people via phone. Still going to do that. Because you have to do that. And maybe even play some songs to people on the phone. That's kind of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun, right? Yeah. Pretty good. It's like a pretty good idea. I think it's going to be fun. If we go up to like Messi's cabin for the weekend, we're probably going to go up there and play some music and hang out. And like Jeff and Joel and like Tam are going to come by and they're going to like, we're going to get like fucked up, yo. We're going to go up there and there's going to be like, shitloads of fucking beers and it's like a weed ball you just like it's like a big old ball of weed like the size of like a fucking cantaloupe and it's but it's made of weed from like from like darren's brother he got it from like he was in california and like they have like weed balls out there so he like had it shipped up i guess like if you ship something to canada they won't look at it and then you ship it down from canada they won't look at it it's like a special trick that's how they do drugs all the time so I got that weed ball up at the cabin, and uh, yeah, yeah, Missy's going to be there too. It's going to be like really sweet. It's like a total like fun out time. Probably do like Jaeger shots, and like uh, we're going to get run on down by the river and the lake, because like the river goes in the lake, and then like and Pam's coming, which I don't know about, because she's kind of like a weirdo. Like, she's like, like, why are you guys staying up so late? Like, why are you drinking that? Like, you already had like 12 shots. I'm like, fucking chill out. Who are you? Okay, all right. I'm just like, don't bust me. It's my weekend. I'm not like, I got to go back to fucking pack sun tomorrow and do like shift. And not tomorrow, but like after the weekend, you know. It's just like doesn't like the smell of bacon. Like what kind of freak doesn't smell bacon? It's like the best smell. I was thinking like an idea. You know how like bums are in the street are annoying? Like, what if you like totally just let bums like cook bacon? Maybe I'd give it away because I don't probably wouldn't want to eat bacon from a bum. So I'm like, I don't know where you got it. But like just like waft that smell around, you know, if they're like downtown. Like just just moving this just like like a big old fan cooking like bacon like oh it's good smells good reminds me of like a good day at breakfast or a weekend or something with grandma and grandpa yeah that'd be a good idea for bums okay
at junctures. This is as good as it's going to get right now, okay? Okay, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to play some songs. We're going to listen to them. Little snippets. Talk about them. Maybe get a little history about them. Where, why, who, when. Why did it be the way it was? And this is just how it's going to be for the rest of this sode. The rest of this ep. Are you understanding me right now? Is this making sense? I'm trying to dial the sound so it makes the most sense. There we go. Is that it right there? Is it pretty close? Is that where we want it to be? I can't tell. I think it's more right about there. Is that it? Now, is this it right here? This is it. Is this it? That's it. Is that it right there? No. Where did you put it? I think it's right here. Hold on. Hold on a second. I think... Oh, I left something in the house. Hold on. Is this it? Is this it right here? Hold on. I'm getting really close. I'm getting so close. God damn it. It's so fucking close. I can feel it. Is this close? This is pretty close. That's no. What's happened? There we go. Come on. Come back. Come back. There we go. How's that? That's so close. It's almost the right real thing. It's good enough. I kind of like it. It's fun. Okay. Look here. Now, um... So much great music to talk about. So there's this band, Can. You ever heard of them? If you have, man, it's a great band. Wish I could rediscover them. There's this German band from the 70s. I guess you could say late 60s, 70s. Proud of, part of the Krautrock movement. Um, not a very big movement, but really well known just because Krautrock sounds good, right? Kraut, Germans. Germans uh, being fierce and ridiculous. So Can... Can is pretty goddamn prolific in that scene. I'd say, to me, it's sort of the epitome of that whole thing. You've got Noi. You've got, uh, what's it called? I can't remember right now. God, my brain is just deteriorating in terms of all the things I used to know from music. But you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't, they don't give a shit anymore. It doesn't matter. Okay, Can. Yeah, Can is amazing. Um, this is, I think, their, oh, I think that's their third or fourth album. It's called Future Days. I think this is from 1971. You know what? Actually, I'm going to find out. Actually, it's their fifth album from 73. But, you know, early 70s, we're in the zone there. We're in the in basically the best musical recording period of all history. And, uh, yeah, it's an album called, off an album called Future Days. This shit is so ridiculous. There's their uh, drummer. I don't know how to say his name, so I'm going to say it. Lackey Jaibozit, something like that. It's German. It's really hard to pronounce for me. He, um, he's one of the most amazing rock drummers in history. And he does this thing where what he tries to do, what he says he's trying to do, is to sound as much like a robot as he possibly can. Which uh, I think probably means something different now than it did back then. Because robots weren't as soul-stealing as they are now, you could say. So this is... And he does an amazing job of it, because it's this thing where... It's just that thing, man! It's just that thing! Let's just listen to it, okay? This song's called Moonshake. This is a relatively short song for them. It's only three minutes long. We're only going to hear 30 seconds of it, because the fucking music lawyers. So, uh, this is like... The most... This is like a crowd rock pop song, in my opinion. Okay, here it is. It's coming. Waking them when it's real, you're out. You're 
Dorothy, I'm sorry, but you you have to own this. So just plan on owning this album. It's only four songs. Oops. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe one of those people who <laughs> I remember hearing that from people uh, back in the CD era. It's funny to think that that is an era that is no longer around. I mean, you can still buy CDs, but in terms of CD rock, my one of my best friends, who I love him, but I remember <laughs> him saying stuff like, "Oh, there's not enough songs on the CD to make it worth it." And I'm like, "But they're long songs, and it's an album." Like, no, this isn't. This isn't worth it. This has only got four songs. Yeah, but that's Moonshake by Can. Fucking ridiculous. Just get it. Just fucking get it, all right? It's like it's like an intergalactic steel explosion. Like blue lasers pulsing out from galaxies beyond, piloted by the ultimate bionic machines. This is this is it. This is the this is the the part of Germany that is good. The greatest thing about them. That's what they should have. God, why couldn't why couldn't have that whole World War World What kind of that World War Two World War World War Two World War Two World War Twow? Right? Is that it? World World Will World Will Two World Will Two. All I'm saying is the Nazis should have been musicians and not that wouldn't that have been great. With the Nazi party, like, instead of uh, being political at all, it was just this massive machine to promote a certain type of music. No killing. just sort of creativity. Didn't happen. Never gonna happen. Sorry for that bad idea. The Soft Boys. This is a band I got obsessed with again recently. I think I... Have I played this before? I don't think so. Um, so there's this guy, Robin Hitchcock. He's from England. He's had a bunch of solo career success. You had a bank of Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians. Some of that stuff, I'm not super into it, okay? I'm not super into it. It's got a little bit, a little bit adult contemporary in the older sense of the word. Nothing wrong with that. If you do like it, I don't care. It's fine. But the Soft Boys is this band of his that existed for a short period of time. They only did like two albums. And they, um, they, uh, it's just ridiculous. It's like, there's no music that really sounds like what they were doing. They essentially, I think, I believe that like they they call it themselves themselves a psychedelic punk. I think was the idea, and uh, this is like the late seventies, the last, well, seventy nine and eighty were their only uh, real albums, uh, Canopies and Underwater Moonlight, and this shit is just it's so unbelievable because it's not like any other thing else. It's this thing where they are so on top of their shit. Everything's so technical. And the tone is complete and full, yet they are... Let's just fucking listen to it. Can't even talk about music. Why am I even trying? Okay? Rip it. Blow up. Exploder. Here we go. There it is. 
super dirty and ripping and fucking I don't know it's a weird thing it's a hard to describe they existed in sort of this weird in between time that it's uh I mean, it's not punk. It is punk, but it's not like punk punk. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's just this weird thing that is, there, if that album, The Can of Bees, that's what that is off of. That's a track called The Rat's Prayer. Um, it is just all over the place, but it's all really amazing and super technical, going into these little sections that are just amazing for five seconds that sound like the most sampleable thing you've ever heard, and then it explodes out into something else. And it's all just this heavy bass that is up in the forefront. Ugh. That's crazy. That never happens. It's such a rare thing to have this thing where technique meets like super fucking badass musicianship meets great songwriting meets great tone and all these different things come together. Because so much of the time when you have like good musicians, it becomes this wank fest. It becomes like this just... Oh man, there's some, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than like a bass prodigy. <laughs> that is like the the end of my fucking life. That is gonna be. But that's how I will die. If if someone wants to kill me, it really just kill me in the worst way possible. They'll make me listen to a bass like a like a 15 year old bass prodigy just wanking over some of the waking like doing Coltrane on his bass on a six-string bass with, like, some sort of guy with a 12-piece drum set. Just fucking... That shit is the worst. Ugh. Man. So much... There's so much lack of restraint in musicianship. It's insane. It is just... It's... That's what Guitar Center is. It's just... It's a fucking machine gun. Machine gun of guitars and... How much? How many notes can you play in a minute, man? Ready to fucking? Ooh, he's really good, is he? No, he sucks. He's the fucking worst. He doesn't know what not to play. That's more important than anything is knowing what not to play. God, I want to be. A, I want to be have walk around places where people are playing music with like a big hickory stick and just fucking slap people. Less. Less, please, play less music, play less. But it'll never happen. It's like Steve Vai, okay? There you go, he's a good example. Steve's a good example of too much. Way, way too much, okay. Enough of that. Enough of that negativity. Okay, here, we want to talk about minimalism. Here we go. This is a guy, Lonzi Thomas is his name. He is from some little tiny place in Alabama, and he is blind, plays guitar, and that's him, man. That's him. Not famous, definitely not well-known by any means. Pretty, pretty hard to find any information about him at all. And it's all like little t tiny tidbits f collected from people who've sought him out uh, for the purpose of recording or whatever. Uh, this is off of a... A compilation the Mississippi Records put out called "Been Here All My Days," and this is a so these are selections from the uh, George Mitchell collection. When George Mitchell was like a, I guess you could call him like a um, an ethnomusicologist to some extent, um, sort of like Alan Lomax. So he went around Mississippi and uh, parts of, I guess, the parts of Tennessee and Kentucky at that time. There's a little area in there that sprung up with people like like Mississippi John Hurt and Ferry Lewis. This is all sort of uh, near Memphis. 
And this is what is considered folk blues, which is a, this is a genre of blues that is, well, I'll say is the most amazing. It's outstanding. It's like something... When I first heard folk blues, I didn't quite get it because this is like so much different than anything I've heard because it's so mellow and so repetitive and trance and drone-like, but so, so, oh man, so pretty. Uh, but this guy is off, He's has a bunch of recordings on this m amazing compilation, the George Mitchell Collection, which I think is, that's the best thing to get, the George, the George Mitchell Collection. Fat Possum Records put it out. So they're 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 geniuses for doing this. There's tons and tons of great music on this. All all pretty much folk blues. Some of it kind of strays into a little more traditional electric blues, and some of it kind of gets in this weird vibe of uh, like these fife and drum bands. There's a guy Otha Turner who does that kind of thing. You got Sleepy John Estes. Uh, it's just I mean it's like it's kind of endless. It's this is a hole. This is a musical hole. People have fallen down this hole. And never come up again. And it's fucking great. It's a great black hole to be in if you want to just like lose your mind over it. Because there's like such an earnestness in this music that you don't hear in anything else. It's so earnest because a lot of these guys, well, I'd say almost most of them, um, they didn't, they weren't playing, they weren't trying to make it or to play music for anything other than to, to do it as a, I guess for a form of entertainment for themselves and their friends and something they did when they weren't working their fucking fingers to the goddamn bone. A good story is uh, Mississippi John Hurt, who's sort of the, the, I guess you could say he's sort of the flagship, not the flagship, I don't know, the more, the more preeminent members of the folk blues community. And uh, when he sort of, he's kind of sort of got discovered by uh, some people. And uh, these, these white dudes came came down to find him because they wanted to bring him to the studio to record some of his music because they liked it a lot. And he thought he was being arrested because he just couldn't understand, he couldn't comprehend why a bunch of white people would want to take him away. And uh, they thought he, he thought he was being tricked, like being taken to, to, to jail or something. He'd done something wrong because that just goes to show how fucking sad the heritage of the South and I guess he's just anywhere in the United States is with regard to black-white relations is that he just couldn't believe that that was that his stuff was being taken for uh, its musical value, and uh, doesn't make any fucking sense, man, because it's amazing. So listen to this song. This song is like I sing this song so much. It's called "Rabbit on a Log." It's it is a it is an earworm, but it's the most beautiful earworm of all time. I think it is. Okay. Come on, fucking computer. If you don't be I'm right, come and follow me tonight. I made you call your mama. Ridiculous, huh? That's pretty ridiculous. I just can't even handle that, man. Oh, I could listen to I listen to that song over and 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 over again. I even tried to learn how to play it on the guitar. 
I did learn to play it, but you know what's weird? It doesn't sound the same. Isn't that weird how me playing it and singing it doesn't sound as good as that? God, it's so weird. I wonder what that is. I wonder why I can't play that the same way. Ah, isn't that weird? Why is that? Oh, it's because I fucking suck at guitar, and that's a special, amazing song. That's Rabbit on a Log by Lonzy Thomas. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Not not much known about Lonzy, but that's okay, right? Well, it's not the best. We wish we knew more about Lonzy. I'm going to call someone and ask them if they know, okay? Is that okay? Are we good with that? Are we good with that? Great day. My name is... How can I help you? Uh, hey, how's it going there? Uh, this is uh, Joel. Good. This is Joel. Uh, we're we're up here down in uh, Melac trying to, you know, just figure out where to put all this, and uh, figured I'd give you up a call. You know. Oh, okay, excellent. I'd be more than happy to help you with your storage needs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Have you ever called with us or stored with? before i don't even know i don't think i've done nothing like that you got you know i grew up i had a garage all the time you open up that garage door running on in there and uh put what you need in there you got a deep freezer you know those things you ever had a deep freeze Uh uh-huh yeah those are great because you can put in all kinds of meat in there just leave it leave it be a couple years later it's still the same because it's so deep a freeze there's no freezer burn on there you know what i mean Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're uh, a fan of Frozen. Uh, I'm a big old big old proponent of that kind of thing, and I was trying to I think wish about, I, I oh. wish I had one, actually. Yeah, well, what you should do is get one of these storage spaces, and uh, you put one of those in there, and then you, you're uh-huh. good. You're good to go. You can just let it coast then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure okay. out a way to uh, basically bring down that type of thing to areas where they don't got any snow and such, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it down yeah. in the, down in a hot uh, in a hot spot where, because what I heard is that out over there in Arizona and like uh, Phoenix and those other places that they don't they uh-huh. don't no, nothing's cold. It's all hot. Right. They don't got uh, their freezers or just like they're like you know it's like a bath water or something like that. You know. Yeah. So we got like about shoot we got about six hundred and fifty pounds of crappie. It's a type of fish. Nobody uh-huh. nobody likes this fish. It's like bullhead or something, you know? It's like a muckfish. You're pulling uh-huh. it out. You're pulling out a zumbro or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. we got it chilled down real fast, flash freeze it, and I figure you get these fish out there. People don't know what it is, and you sell it, and they're, they're oh, go hack it. Just, just call it tilapia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you ever had tilapia? I have, yep. Yeah, you I probably, have. I- here's the secret. Probably wasn't tilapia. That's the old truth. Because the, the really, thing, yeah, tilapia. It's not really a fish. It's a made-up word. It's Isn't a, it carp? Some kind of carp. You got it right there. Crappie. That's it's a type. I, it's a type of carp. It's the same thing. It's bullhead. Tilapia yeah. is a made-up word made up by the longline fishing industry. It's an acronym. T I L A P I A. It's a couple things. It's a totally integrated, legit. What is it? T I T I L. A totally integrated, legit answer. Huh. Poisson, which is like a French word, poisson, uh-huh. in, um, in I don't know what the A stands for, but it's that. But I think it's also like these 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 executives are like tilapia, and it's like piece of crappia. <laughs> <And> <laughs> what? 
Yeah, and it's like it's kind of a bunch of bull. It's a bunch of malarkey, but it's like you know you got to play the game or step out of the game or yeah, pay the ref to watch because uh, they got a pretty locked down organization there. Yeah. Well, Joel, is the number ending in eight 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 a good contact number for you? Anytime, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, what size are you look? You thinking about like a five by five or I don't know seven by ten? Well, how much can they? These things are a refrigerator, right? These are deep freeze units. Are you looking for a climate control unit? Climate control. I'm looking for a bunch of outlets, a bunch of power. I want power to be guaranteed, regulated, because I gotta run these machines in there. Okay, let me see here. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this. What I'm trying to do here is create some sort of an environment that allows these fish. Because what happens is you get these fish fused down with ice. You take, you pull the bones out, okay? You debone them. You get all the bones out, and you got these. Uh-huh. Basically, it's a block of flesh ice. And what you got to do is you once you get them down to that that zero Kelvin temperature. Do you know about zero mm-hmm. Kelvin? Mm-mm. Well, basically, it's the uh, it's the point in which which matter energy stops it stops moving. It's so cold. You get it down there so cold that the the electrons and all those little doohickeys and mother poops that go fucking around there and the and the atoms uh, they just stop. Uh-huh. They just complete. You ever seen smoke coming out of a chimney on a cold day? Like, what's the coldest yeah. day? You've, what's the coldest day you've ever been in? Oh, like. 15 below. You're kidding me. Where are you? Where are you located at? I'm in Utah. Oh, yeah. It gets, it gets cold up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So 15 below is the most. You never notice how on those days, you just, when it gets that cold, you just, you go outside and you listen and guess what you hear? Hmm. Guess what you hear on those days that are real what? cold? What do you hear? What's that? What do you hear? I'm going to ask you that and I'll tell you what you're supposed to hear. What do I hear? What do you hear? It's 15 below, 20 below, real cold out there. Like wind. Okay. Wind. Let's say there's Let's say there's no wind. Let's say it's a still day. Still day, cold as a devil. We can hear your breath. Okay. <laughs> let's say let's say you're let's say you're real relaxed and you can't hear your breath. What are you going to hear? Nothing. Exactly. You got it right there. It, just was, it was a trick question. You go out yeah. there when it's real cold and you hear nothing. Do you know why you hear nothing? Because it's cold. Because it's too damn cold <laughs> for anything to move. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 So imagine that. Imagine that multiplied by a thousand times, all right? A thousand times mm-hmm. colder than what you felt in the coldest day you ever felt. I've been up there, up there in uh, Brainerd, and it was 75 below. That oh, was wow. inside, okay? That's inside. That's in, like, the breezeway. In the back door mm-hmm. area there, and I get mm-hmm. outside. This is Crack Point. Do you know about Crack Point? Uh huh. Crack. You heard about Crack Point? That's cool. I'm glad you heard about that. Well, this is like yeah. well past Crack Point here, and you get this down in zero Kelvin. So you get uh-huh. the once you get these fish, you get these uh, crappy, boneless crappy, and down to zero Kelvin. What happens? This has been theorized by a man. A long time ago, you get those mm-hmm. fucking things zero to zero Kelvin. It opens up a wormhole, a portal, some type of a portal that you can just mm-hmm. jump in. And you can like interdimensional travel around there. So huh. that's basically what I'm trying to do here, and I need a good space to set it up because I got to get it. Well, there's no sun reaching in there, and I'm basically going to chain up about. 15, 20 freezers, these deep freezers, and just crank them up high as they go. Get these uh, 
because it's the life energy of these crappie. It's something like that, where you get them, you get the life energy of these crappie down to a low enough zero Kelvin level. They just fuse together, and they just. And you're, and you're, 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 you're there. You're there. You're there, and you're not there at the same time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you, I'm talking about like a like a heavy conduit. I need to get in there to run these freezers. So I'm thinking like a pretty big space, like twenty by twenty at the least. Something okay. like that. What do you think about Let's that? See what I got. Let me. Um. I'm going to place you on a brief hold and see if, if we have something like that and can with ask the power. You, so. Can I ask you one quick question, though? Sure. How tall are the ceilings there, and what? how big do you suppose a portal like that's going to be once it appears? They're eight foot tall. But how, how, is that how big you think a portal is going to be? Mm. Like a wormhole, you know? It's, I don't know, you know, because it's something where it's not accounting for humans. So who's to say if it's the size of a pen or as big as an elephant, you know? What do you think? Oh, they're actually 8 to 10 feet tall. I'm talking, oh, you say a portal's going to be 8 to 10 feet tall, huh? Yeah. Okay, so when when those, when that portal appears, it's going to be about that big. That's pretty big. You could probably drive a car through that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and hold me on and I'll, uh, and I'll be holding. Okay. Yep. All right, just one moment. Doobadoo. Thank you. Ding dong. Okay. Hot tub. Just working okay. out. Just working out some numbers. Okay. So, um, yeah. unfortunately, we're not able to. Um, we cannot store um, anything that needs powers. We don't have any power available in our units. All right. What if I have like a generator in there, huh? How about that? Um, I'm sure you could do something like that. You got exhaust pipes that I can pump out the, uh, you know, gas generator. I don't think so. Yep. Um, what about an AC system? Because you got those climate controlled units. I could just, I could just straddle it onto there. You know, put a duct uh, duct work in there. I'm a I'm a fully licensed contractor in uh, all 50 states, so I can you know I can pretty much get in there and do whatever you need. You know, I can we yeah. can just split it. We can split it 50-50. And next thing you know, because I'm just gonna get this get this portal up. I'm gonna be out of there. You know, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be a who knows and Galaxy six five T six. You know, so. Yeah. Well, let me do this, Joel. Yeah. Let me set you up um, with my site manager over okay. there. Let me have you go over there and talk to him. Okay. When would be a good time to, to that you could go over there and chat with him about well, it? Well, um, it's going to be half, going to be half, <coughs> oh, coughing there. Ate a peanut earlier. You know, I get to eat a peanut and two hours later it's back. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I'm we're gonna do a bunch of fishing over Christmas, so I probably won't be ready until about January 2013. So, because uh, we gotta build up our stock real good, so I'll probably just probably check back in then. How's that sound? Well, um, I cannot like. I'm just doing. I'm just doing a prelim right now. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Well, why didn't I put it out for about a month? Yeah. And then that way you can come by and when you're, you know, you can come by any day. Yeah. Just stop in there and talk to him. And let me let you know what his name is. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah. 
Well, I'm just putting it out for the next uh, month. Okay, well, I'll stop by. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it down there that soon, to be honest. Are you not in California now? No, no, that's what we're doing. We're up here, we're up here in uh we're up here in uh, North Dakota and we're we're working on stuff to bring down there. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We're just not going to make it down until we get our stock all full up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is right now. So Okay. Well, yeah. he'll he'll be giving. I can have him call you back. You know, it's probably best if I just call back myself. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I thank you that. for your time and uh, explorational activities there. You're welcome. All right. Well, uh, sorry, I couldn't be much more of help. Oh, you're a lot. Of, you're a lot of help. Don't don't kid yourself there. You're a good amount of help. Okay. All right. I'll make a note for you. Okay. Keep, keep running it around. All right. Thanks, Joel. Great day. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks, you. Okay, and I'm back here. And I'm back. Going back, gonna drop back into a little musical explosion, a little musical, musical touch, okay? We're gonna touch in a little bit more now here. There's this guy who is really great from Brazil. His name is Jorge Bain. Or Jorge Ben, or George Ben. You can say it a lot of ways. I was told by a Portuguese person, it's something like George. George. It's, it's like Portuguese is one of those languages where I think I will, I've never pronounced something correctly in my entire life. Well, that doesn't really mean much. It's not like I fucking speak Portuguese or anything. But even like mimicking songs I've heard 150 times, I still don't say it right. Because uh, it's the most amazingly beguiling language of all time. So this guy, George Bain, he is sort of, um, he's pretty special in the world of Brazilian music. He is uh, right up there. He's fucking incredible. He's got a lot of albums uh, that are really great and super psychedelic. This is all like late 60s, early 70s stuff. At least the stuff that, he's still around. And this is all the stuff, the stuff that I like the most. There is one particular album that I discovered pretty late in uh, my listening to Georgia Ben. And that's an album called, I'm, you know, I'm, I will butcher this. It's called A Tabua de Esmeralda, which uh, is from 74. And it is ridiculous. It's just like, uh, it's not as like um, samba based as a lot of his other stuff, and it's not as like uh, psychedelic as some stuff like Africa, Brazil, or uh, some of the later stuff. That's that's more like psychedelic, but it is incredible and goes all over the place. So many different sounds. It's just it, it's one of like I think it's one of the most essential albums that I I feel like I overuse that term. I probably do, but that's a, of all the all things to overuse. Isn't it better to have more essential albums than less essential albums? Well, this is one of them. It really is. It's just like fucking ridiculous. Sometimes I cry when I'm running listening to this on headphones because it's like... <laughs> it's like mounting. It gets bigger and it's so flushed out and there's so many different sounds that you don't hear anyplace else. The Brazilians, some, something happened there. They just figured it out. I think it's probably yet another alien enclave for people. One of the one of those mega vibration crystals got shot into uh, Rio and sort of started vibrating in the head of George Ben and Cantano Veloso and 
people like that, and it created this whole scene. Okay, so we're going to listen to a song called Cinco Minutos, which I believe means five minutes. I don't know why it's called that. That's another thing about this, about music that I think is important, that I think it gets way too fucking overblown is words. Words and music, they're not as important as everyone seems to think they are. Especially the Dylan freaks, man. Those Dylan freaks will get you. Like, oh yeah, you get you have you heard this? Uh yeah. Say, like, oh you didn't, so you didn't like it? Oh, dude, you gotta, you gotta listen to the lyrics, man. Listen to what he's saying. What he's saying. You know what? It doesn't matter if I can't understand what he's saying. It doesn't fucking matter. God, get off of Dylan, man. Get off of that guy. I feel like it's not okay. I, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna say this is a public broadcast. I don't like Bob Dylan. I like a little bit, okay? Some stuff, it's okay. But generally, I do not like him. God. Get off the Dylan train. It's going nowhere, okay? Jeez. <laughs> uh, fucking lyrics. Uh, so that brings me back to this. I don't know what George Ben's saying. I have no idea what he's saying. Doesn't matter. Tone, man. Tone. It's about... Tone. It's not about the words. The words help. They can be great. It can be really good. You can have that when they're married to it and you can understand what the person is saying. Then it's beautiful. But you don't need it. You don't need it at all. If you needed it, then people wouldn't listen to music. They would just fucking talk to each other and like bang spaghetti against the wall. Because that's, that's music. Here we go. Cinco Minutos. Cinco. Man, I wish we could listen to that whole thing. God, those fucking music lawyers won't let me. But that song just like starts. It's just like a mountain, man. You get to the top of that mountain of that sound. It's a, it's a goddamn explosion of everything you've ever heard. It's just a, just a giant. Imagine if all the snow on a mountain just melted at the same time, but it was still really cool outside and everybody was happy and floating in the air, watching this water collect in a big basin that we're going to drink or maybe like make something with it in three minutes, that's what happens in that song. Three-minute song called Five Minutes. Wow. How, does you, how do you do that? How do you make a three-minute song that fucking blasting? He does it. He does it all the time. Get that album. A Tabua de Esmeralda. It is uh, mind-blowing. That's another thing about some stuff, certain music that is uh, up for argument a lot is George Ben is into Jesus. I don't know how into Jesus he is, but he is. And some people who are kind of vehement atheists are, don't like that. I actually got in a long argument one drive with some people who you probably know. It wasn't so much me, but we're listening to a George Ben song, and he talks about how Jesus Christ is his brother, and a certain person took issue with that. Like, ah, well, I guess I'm not liking George Ben anymore. 
It's like, no, man, who give? Oh, this is a deep, this is like a, this is a whole other thing to talk about. Talk, oh, you know, we're going to talk about this next week. I promise. Ready? This will be talked about next week. But that's a thing where I feel that's, you just, you got to, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit where someone gets their inspiration from if, if they, if they're making something you want to listen to? Uh, so in the in the world of uh, mounting and escalating uh, sounds that reach this ridiculous climax that sprays sunshine all over the goddamn universe, here's a song we're going to listen to from a guy named Billy Preston. He is an organ player. Uh, he's A lot of people know him more from the 70s when he did some collaborations with the Beatles. But his he has early stuff. like it's, it's, This is straight up fucking black church organ, man. People... This is why people used to go to church. People didn't go to church so much for Jesus. They went to church because of the music. That is, uh, throughout history, that's been the biggest part of church and where so much music has come from is the church because it provided a place for everyone to get together to hear this music, provided the organ, which is a big deal. And uh, that's what this is basically coming off of. I mean, it's... The organ is an old instrument, and this is uh, this stuff is from like this. I think this is from '63, maybe '65. This is on VJ Records. Um, I'm gonna play you the 45 of this. It's kind of it's kind of messed up. Okay, it's a little bit messed up, but it's better than the uh, the rip I have of it because it sounds too compressed. Uh, but this shit is just fucking. This like this is spooky to me. It's so crazy. Okay, I'm gonna see if this works now. We're gonna listen to. Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying by Billy Preston. Shit, did you hear that fucking blast off? God damn! That was a fucking blast off. <laughs> that shit just straight up fucking blasted. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Just for that blast. Not just for that blast off. But when that, bl- that blast off, I mean, I cheated just now. I dropped you in at like two minutes in. So you had like this beautiful build. And then you get that reward that is basic. I don't know. There's something. There's some little, little sack of fluid in the base of your neck that just goes, just goes, squeezes out a little millimeter, a little uh, cc, little tiny of some sort of special juice when that plays. It better if it doesn't. Then maybe you're not alive, or maybe you just like maybe you fucking maybe you're racist or something. 
You just need to hear like uh, an axe cutting through steel. You're probably like, oh man, that is, that's church. That is church. Mm. Explosions. That's something that only an organ can make that sound. Something about an organ that it produces this sound that makes people feel a certain way. I read something, some research that had been done about infrasound. Infrasound is incredible. It's like really low frequencies. It's not like it is. It is really low frequencies. Uh, that Sometimes you can't even really hear what you more feel than hear. And most church organs are capable of producing infrasound. And these church organs that produce infrasound have been around for a long time. Uh, before, it's well before recorded music or recorded sound or electric electricity, this, this uh, creation of infrasound. So there is this article that talks about infrasound, which is uh, frequencies lower th than 20 hertz. Though the those sounds that are heard in church organs that people experience when they listen to like let's say someone playing a Bach organ fugue in a church, uh, when you hear that, it does something to your fucking brain, man, and it makes it. They've attributed it to religious experience. So you hear this sound in the church, right? You're hearing like. The priests speak in Latin, and it's all... You got that incense kicking, all the beautiful stonework around you. You're scared and in love with God. And you hear this... But actually, you don't hear anything at all. You just your body feels it while it's hearing that sound, and you're like, "Oh man, Jesus Christ is real." And that's what happens. But you know what? Maybe, maybe that is real. Maybe that uh, maybe God is in that sound. Maybe not Jesus. Maybe not some conventional God or personification of God. But I think I think if God does exist. I think that that God exists in that low frequency something. Right? You know what I'm saying? And that's my two cents. Hey, I'm Johnny Primpton. That's my two cents. Hey, welcome to Fart Jack. The hottest new sound station. We're talking about music. We're getting deep. Was God in bass? I don't know. I saw Skrillex and I'm pretty sure God is in bass. The bass god. Digital drugs. Your kids are on digital drugs. Check out YouTube. Your kids are on digital drugs. Better take them away from them before their brains are corrupted and they kill you in your sleep. Digital drugs. Watch out for music. It's corrupting your child's brain. The bass. The bass. The bass. All that shit. Infrasound. Get more. We all need more infrasound. I think that's... Yeah, you know, I'm going to make a... I pledge allegiance right now that I will pledge allegiance to the face of the states of however we do that I will find more ways to get infrasound into my life to better it, to move my cells in a direction that is 
great. Okay? Just letting you know. Okay, I'm going to play one more thing here real quick. Then I'm going to call somebody. This is a guy who I love. His name is Donald Bird. He's a trumpet player. Uh, and he is playing... I like Donald Bird, but even more than Donald Bird, I like his, his collaborator, uh, Pepper Adams, who plays baritone sax. So this, is, this goes back to the same sort of thing we're talking about. Baritone... No, I'm sorry, not baritone sax. Yeah, baritone sax, uh, which is a low free... It's a, it's a very low-end saxophone, okay? And Pepper Adams plays it beautifully. Uh, Jerry Mulligan's also a, uh, a uh, baritone sax player. And um, so Pepper Adams is on this record with them, along with some other guys, you know. And uh, who else is on this record? This is from Do Donald Bird's album, Bird and Hand. He's playing with Walter Davis on bass, uh, Sam Jones and... Uh, Sam, sorry, Sam Jones on bass, Walter Davis on piano, and Art Taylor on drums, and also Charlie Rouse on uh, tenor sax. And this album, this is, one of the, this is one of my favorite jazz albums. This is like sort of this beautiful... Uh, it's sort of almost, it's sort of a precursor. Well, I guess it's not a precursor. You could say this is hard bop, but it doesn't have that that Blakey thing where it's just ripping. It's not ripping. It's a little more subtle, a little more relaxed. And that is, uh, that's the great thing about Donald Byrd is a lot of his records in this era, they had a bit more grounded, a bit more rooted, not quite as, as sometimes hard bop. It's like, People who are really into hoppy beer—it's just—it's—it's like almost like a gimmick, a trick. It's just how, how ripping and hard can you make it, which I think is uh, not what music is about. It goes back to that whole bullshit thing where you're playing as many notes as possible. But I think this uh, this album is outstanding, and the cool thing about this song is it's featured in one of the greatest movies ever made. I think one of my favorite movies ever made, uh, American Splendor about comic artist and jazz collector Harvey Picar. And uh, I got into this album about the same time I saw that movie, so it was like this great confluence of amazing. And this, uh, this is such a beautiful song. It's called Here I Am, and it's off Bird in Hand, Donald Bird. think it's getting smoky in here <laughs> that's the dumbest thing i've ever said the only thing worse than that is if i was like "Ooh, jazzy man that's a thing that you should get your thumb cut off if you do that if you like hear jazz and start snapping oh fucking a like wouldn't it be great if every time that happened just a fucking arrow flew out of the sky and went through that person's arm just ah, oh i'm sorry i didn't mean <laughs> I'm sorry, I said it was jazzy. Ooh, jazzy, snappy, snappy. Ooh, ooh, jazz. I love jazz. It's so relaxing. It's so relaxing. God, I've got so many pet peeves when it comes to jazz. I'm such a fucking curmudgeon, I guess. Jazz can be relaxing, but it is not relaxing in a in and of itself. Okay, shut up. 
Oh yeah, sorry. That yeah, that's here am I, Donald Bird, Bird in Hand. <laughs> this has become like a, the worst radio show of all time, hasn't it? Hey, what's this radio show? Well, this guy talks a bunch and then he plays thirty seconds of a song, and then talks a bunch more and plays another thirty seconds of a song. It's called the Pontification Hour, or it's what's it called? It's called Almost There. Almost there. Yeah, it's it's this is com- almost there. Communist radio. For our communist music laws. God, it really is shitty. Um, I'm going to give someone a call, okay? See you later. Thank you for calling. This is How may I help you? Hey, this is Jonathan P. Fro. And I am... Is this... Am I reached... Have I reached you? I'm sorry? Have I reached you? Have you reached me? Yes. What do you mean? I'm just making sure I'm, <laughs> making sure I'm coming through here, you know? Oh, yeah, I can hear you good, if that's what you mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, there's different ways to say it all the time, you know? Some people, I've heard, I talked to some woman from England, and she said, um, uh, she called me on the phone, it's a long story, business thing, but, and she said, um, is it, is this, what was she said? She said, uh, oh, are we up, are we up in here doing it now the right way, are we? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like... I know. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "Oh, it just means it just means uh, can you hear me?" Because I guess they have a connection problem ever since the the Great War, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess there's all kinds of unexploded uh, shells in the ground by the phone station in England, and uh, I, once in a while they just go off, but they're underground. That's where they stored them. And when they go off, there's like 10 minutes of a uh, bad connection where everyone sounds like they're talking backwards, I guess. It's some sort of feedback loop. Have you heard about this? I haven't heard about it, but that's very interesting. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, especially, you know, you, you work in the audio field, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you must have some interest in things of that nature. Things of that nature. Things of, of such a nature. Things of that quality. Things of such a nature. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Things of such a nature, of a quality, of a, such a nature. Right? Yes. Well, um, like I said, um, yeah, so I'm trying to get in, get up in here and just uh, see about a product I was uh, trying to curate. Um, okay. What type of product? You know what? Actually, I think I'm about to sneeze. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think I got it. Okay. What do you do when you have to sneeze when you're on the phone? I put push mute. Well, if it's unavoidable, I right. push mute. <laughs> do you ever do you ever try to like try to corral the sneeze or lower it down or anything? I try to, but it hurts my ears. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean you mean like you snuff it out? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's good. That sh- that shit will blow up your face. I've, I've heard of it. Um, I mean, you ever have you know where it's like you feel it come, you feel that sneeze coming, you're like oh oh, but then it's like not there. And then you're about to go back into it, and then it comes back. It's like yeah, it's this annoying. Little... I've always heard if you have to sneeze, to look at nas- uh, natural light, and it'll make you sneeze, and it'll go away. Natural light. Yeah. Like what will be an example of natural light? Like the sun. Oh, is there another example of natural light? Maybe I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know we was in science class. Oh, like a f- <laughs> I guess like a like a fire, right? Let's say you're sitting around a fire. Well, yeah, that would be natural right. light for sure. Do you guys have any fires there? 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no fires. But there's a there's windows, so there's the sun. Well, so unless it gets dark. <laughs> so if you have to sneeze, you just uh, quickly run to the window and look at the sun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sitting right by the window, so I don't really have to go oh, anywhere. Wow. You're, you're basically in the sneeze station, aren't you? So it doesn't here, happen very often. Thank God. I mean, could you imagine if it did? I sneeze. Yeah, it happened a lot, right? I sneeze on average of uh, 50 times a day, but that's I think that's good because it really gets everything moving, gets the stuff out. Yeah, it keeps your sinuses good. Yeah, yeah I it can keeps see me tip-top shape, hot stuff. Go, go, I'm stuff. sure it's a sneezing that makes you makes that happen. <laughs> it does. It really does. I can't recommend it higher. <laughs> it's better than working out, huh? It's better than working out. It's the best. It's the ultimate. It's the best thing. <laughs> it's the best. It's the ultimate. <laughs> It's the best. So what what type of what type of product are you looking for? It's the ultimate. It's the best. <laughs> it is the ultimate. It is the best. It's the ultimate, really. <laughs> it's the best. It's really the best. It's amazing. I'll have to see if I can make that work. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the ultimate. It's, a, it's like it's like a motorcycle ride. <laughs> Um, I'm looking into trying to create some sort of an infrasound station. Do you know what that is? No. I'm looking to create uh, some frequencies that are below the 20 hertz frequency to uh, basically uh, conjugate ghosts in my uh, business. Um, like like a super low frequencies. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't think that's really funny, but I mean, if you think it's funny, that's it's your it's your uh, you're open to interpret that how you wish. <laughs> you know, like some really low, 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 low frequencies. You know. Mhm. You said it, below twenty hertz. Yeah. Do you guys have anything below twenty hertz? I doubt it. <laughs> really, nothing. I can below? ask, but honestly, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I'm not in sales. <laughs> you? What are you in then? Customer care. Oh, so oh, then what do you deal with primarily then? Service. Service. Service for, yeah. oh. Oh, so like if I had an existing system? If I had like an existing system? Right, exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, I do have some sort of an existing system. You already have Muzak? I have a, I have a client integration station, yeah. <laughs> I do. Okay. That, do you that, have an account number? Oh, I don't. I I'm just the uh, I'm the owner of the business. I don't really deal with that stuff. I I my secretary Joe Lynn told me to call and and just uh, she's off today, so she's the one who deals with all the technical stuff. But I just wanted to see if this was a this was like a I'm sort of doing I'm having a wish list wish list Friday. It's called where I'm trying to generate hi, hyper ideas for business. And uh, so I'm trying to figure out if I can get this, uh, how we can turn down, how we can get this lower, get this frequency really low to the point where people start seeing ghosts and feeling like they are in a different, <laughs> it's a real thing. What happens is, is I, you're, you're, no, I, I'm 
mean, if if you say so, I've never yeah. heard of anything like that. But you know, well, your I'm your, not saying your, it's not true because I don't know. <laughs> your, your eyeballs have a resonation frequency of 18.8 hertz. So when you have something that gets close to that, your eyeballs start to vibrate inside your skull, and you see things that aren't there because they're they're moving. And that's why people, when they go to church, when they have an organ, organs tend to generate a very powerful level of infrasound, low frequency, and sometimes that can, it can, if you've heard of the brown note, right? Yeah. Do you know what the brown note is? Uh-uh. No, I don't know what it is. Oh, you, I thought you said you've heard of the brown note. No, the, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, the brown note is, uh, it's a special note, a frequency that causes your, your bowels to, uh, to vibrate, and it causes them to basically evacuate. Does that make sense? Uh huh. So yeah. organ. So like, if you're in church, so that instead of hearing this, like feeling the spirit, it's really the hurts or something. Yeah, it's the hurts. It's the hurts hurting you. It's really. The, yeah, and sometimes that can achieve the brown note. Which is why often people will fall down, you know, when this in certain services they'll fall down because they've they've hit the brown note as it has come over them. And you know, well, you know, what if I mean, what if the organs not? I mean, if they're not playing the organ at the time, was will that make a difference? I don't really know. I uh, I mean, I'm not the one who's pioneered this, but I'm just trying to implement this in my in my warehouse chain because I want to have my warehouses have have uh, infrasound so when people come in they feel really like they feel like this overwhelming sense t to use the bathroom <laughs> why what's the purpose of it well because once someone uses a bathroom in an area it's this thing it's like a it's like a it's like a mammalian instinct where they go in there they use the bathroom brown note bathroom and then it's like they feel at home there because they've mar basically marked their territory and then they feel much more likely to use my warehouse to store their whatever there is, like their industrial sewing machines or whatever it is that they, you know, these are massive warehouses. I even have got, right. I've, got a, I've got a cold one for cheese, uh, cheese storage. So um, that's what we're trying to get. I'm trying to get them to. So in your warehouse with cheese, mm -hmm. you wanna you want people to have to use the bathroom when they come in. Yeah, prospective clients or people who are currently storing cheese. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, you know, it's interesting, I guess. Right. Considering yeah. cheese normally constipates you, so that's that's good. Well, yeah, that that's is sort of ironic. It, it is ironic. Uh, but <laughs> typically, the people you'd be surprised. People who deal in cheese are some of the worst people, and they're they go to the bathroom the most. They hate cheese. It's this ironic thing where they they hate the cheese that they sell, and. It's like irony on top of irony. It's like if you took irony and made a sandwich with it, but what happens is the wavelengths intersect and they basically cancel each other out. And it's just like... Okay. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, I think I'm um, getting that transcontinental drift again. You know, when it re <laughs> re 
Yeah, oh, that's weird. I think that's because I'm experimenting at home here with a 20 hertz machine, and the uh, the wall just did that thing where you know you ever see a wall turn into wave water? No, okay. I haven't. <laughs> that's well. You should check out these 20 hertz machines. They they'll produce a wave water effect on your wall. It's not actual. It's just perceived. Right. So, uh, what's the next step here? equipment are you looking for like amplifiers or what it's a what do you call it again what do you mean what did you call it? you said it was called a um you said it was a frequency below 20 hertz infrasound it is uh it said something else but i can't remember infrasound infrasound yeah infrasound I don't know. If, I really honestly don't think we have anything like that, but I can check. Can I put you on hold? Sure. Yeah, put me on hold. No problem. All right, thanks. Okay, I might have to go, though. I'll just let you know. All right, listen here. I'm going to say this once and real quick. If you want to help out this show and this podcast and this whole thing, the best thing you can do is helping yourself by buying all the music recommended here today through our Amazon page, okay? Find it on Feral Audio, shop on Amazon, click on that, and buy stuff on Amazon that's really cool and great, and some of that goes to us, okay? That way you don't have to donate, you don't have to do that whole thing where it's like, I'm um, giving just $10 to nothing, this way, you're giving $10 to something that you would like, and some of it goes to us, however small. We love it. Thank you for listening. Come back soon. And when you are back, I'm sure everything will be cooled down to the point where it's ready to eat. Bye. Fairlowview.com is an artist-friendly podcast collective. Hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Visit fairlaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.